0: I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I wanted to talk with you today about fear, because fear is something that we all experience from time to time, and it can become quite debilitating if it is something that is actually governing our lives and prohibiting us from doing the things and living the fullness of life that we want to be living. And I'm going to be speaking from experience as someone who has had to face plenty of fear in my life, not only doing things like uh, nonviolent civil disobedience, in which I, I placed myself in situations to make a statement, um, situations in which I knew that I would most likely be arrested, choosing to go to prison for one of those actions. Uh, being uh, recently out of college and deciding to go into the Peace Corps and going to South America. All of these things have been experiences that have compelled me to face fear and step into fear. And another thing, (laughs) maybe one of the most terrifying things I did uh, in my lifetime, is when I was a pastor, I decided to begin to preach extemporaneously rather than prepare a manuscript for my sermons. And I've heard it said that public speaking is one of the things that <laughs> that people fear the most. Of course, by that time, I was quite accustomed to public speaking, but I had never done it without a script of some kind, without a manuscript. And so there there came a time when I felt like it had become really an onerous burden to write out my sermons because I had already done my discovery process when I was studying a scripture text and I'd had my aha's and and all of that and and then writing it out felt just quite tedious. And so I took the leap at one point and I decided that I would I would preach extemporaneously. I would prepare in terms of looking into the text and and internalizing it and discovering its message for me. All of that I would take into the moment, but in the moment itself of delivering a sermon, I would stand up without any prepared notes or text. And I remember (laughs) the first Sunday that I was driving to church when I had made this decision and I was on my way to worship, to lead worship, and I was I was going without a sermon manuscript. <laughs> and I remember driving and thinking to myself, what have I done? <laughs> I was like, oh, what have I done? And I was on this little stretch of freeway that I would take, a very short stretch of freeway on my way to the church. And I remember seeing to the side of the street of the road A yield sign yield (laughs) and I knew that that was what I needed to do I needed to yield I needed to yield to the message that wanted to come forth through me that morning and so that became a practice and it was a long time before I was comfortable doing that I would have to every Sunday confront my fear of being in front of these people and speaking from my heart, from the moment, and opening myself up to be a vessel for a message. It took a while to be able to do that without fear. And so I have had experience confronting fear, stepping into fear until it begins to dissolve. And the thing about fear is there are, of course, two kinds of fear. There is the kind of fear that serves us from uh, a very biological basis. If we are stepping out into the street and and a bus is headed our way, we feel fear. And that's good because we need to get out of the way of the bus. That is fear that serves us. But the fear that we most often carry with us Is fear that is generated by our imagination. It's generated by the stories in our minds that are spinning these stories of what might happen. And they're future-based. They're not fears in the moment of anything that's presently happening in this moment. They're fears about what might happen in the future. And those imaginary fears are, I think of it as they're at the boundary of our growth edge. When we are stepping out of our comfort zone, we are going to encounter fear because we're doing something that we've never done before. And our own minds will try to keep us from doing that because. Our mind knows our track record with things in the past. It knows what can be predictably counted on to happen. But when we step out of those things, we are stepping out of our known territory into the unknown. And our minds will try to keep us from doing that because our mind doesn't know what's in that unknown territory and it wants to protect us. It wants to corral us into the experiences that we've already had that we sort of know our way around. We know that terrain. And so the first thing I want to say about fear is that if we can meet it with a sense of appreciation, first of all, to understand it has good intentions, it wants to protect us. And second of all, out of gratitude, knowing that if I'm experiencing fear, it's because I'm I'm pushing myself into new areas of growth. If I can understand fear as an inevitable consequence of my own growth, then I can begin to shift my relationship with fear. And see it not as something to be feared, but to see it as a natural response to growth. And another thing I want to say about fear is that we don't have to fear it. I know FDR said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Well, here's the thing. We don't have to fear fear. That, <laughs> that just really keeps us stuck. We don't have to fear fear. We can be in it, we can experience it, it's not going to kill us. And we can investigate it. What does it feel like physiologically to experience fear? We can become curious about it and then we can shift our relationship with it. And the other thing is that we can meet it with great compassion Not as an enemy, not as our enemy, but as a frightened aspect of ourselves that is uncertain about the future. It lives in anxiety. And so if we can notice that part of ourselves, ask ourselves, what part of me is feeling afraid? And to meet that aspect of the self with great compassion with great compassion, then we can not fear it, not demonize it, and also not give it the power to keep us from moving into our own growth. We happen to be living in a time that is permeated with a lot of fear. Because we as a species, as a global community, as a, a culture, we are moving into a time that we we can't foresee what's ahead because we've never been there. We're making this shift out of the ego mind into uh, a different consciousness, a non-dual consciousness. And we don't know what that feels like yet as a species because we have never been there. And so this fear impulse is arising naturally. And it's arising in all kinds of forms, forms that are expressing themselves as anger and vilification and hatred and all of that. Those are all expressions of fear that is a natural consequence of this transition that we are making. And so, if each of us as evolutionary activists can begin to shift our own relationship with fear, then we can be in these times in a helpful way as a steady presence through these uncertain waters. And so, I, I wanted to offer that to us today. And to encourage you to begin to shift your relationship with fear, to see it not as something to be ashamed of, we all feel fear, to understand that courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is having the willingness to step into fear so that we can move beyond it and so that we don't give it the power to hold us back from the growth that we know we want for ourselves. So I offer this to you this week to begin to notice your fear, to shift your relationship with fear, to meet it with great, great compassion and a willingness to move forward with your life even in the presence of fear. And until next week, I bid you peace.